Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Okay. So in the very beginning stages of our podcast, uh, I had an emergency episode <laughs> where something tragic slash intense slash just really just crazy happened to me. And when I told Meryl, I started telling her the story. She said, stop, save it for the podcast. I'm coming over. She came over. We recorded it live, and that was me telling her the story for the first time. It went viral. <laughs> it didn't. Go well, it has viral. like ten more downloads <laughs> than usual. Uh, Ow, and my jean shorts are and, cutting my off my circulation. <laughs> Ow, and a... so uh, we called that an emergency episode. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I knew if I waited long enough, there'd be another one. There'd be another one. And today. We have emergency episode number two. Only this time, Meryl is coming in <laughs> with a hot emergency. <laughs> so stay tuned. We're about to get into it. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. <laughs> All right. Ow, so my pants really are, before we, I have, I, had, I have two prior emergencies to my emergency. Too much fettuccine, got it. No, linguine, sorry, I forgot. I'm not allowed to say the L word, Bo yeah. pokes me every single time. <laughs> no, I stopped before at, Hawthorne Coffee. Nobody knows what that is. In San Diego. Right. It's a coffee place. It's very place. regional. Visit it if you want to waste your time and money. <laughs> um, and I got a coffee and asked for, you know, because it is PSL season. Oh, so I yes. asked, do you have any other flavorings hoping it would they lead would down the path? I don't want to be the girl that asked. or latte. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like if the Coke is on the table at the party, I'm not going to like not do it. But I'm not. <laughs> so pumpkin spice is that for me along with the Coke on the table. No, just but uh, wow. I'm just kidding. I just want to name some of their sides that they had. Hawthorne Coffee. Okay. So this is. And I appreciate uh, them. I appreciate. Pretentious coffee uh, shop. And I love this shit. You know, I love me a good like blessed watermelon juice by like a monk or something. Okay. So the toast that I got. Yeah. I ended up getting all of this was 
baby Clydesdale spicy vegan pesto. <laughs> First what, of all, that? a Clydesdale is a horse. Wait, baby Clydesdale what? Baby, I'm, I wrote this down, baby Actually, I was voice memoing it into the, the girl was like reciting it back to me. And then like without even stopping, I'm just saying it right into my voice. Memo. <laughs> Wait, don't mind me. OK, so it was toast with baby Clydesdale spicy vegan pesto, which, which what animal product does pesto even have to make it? Oh, it has dairy. OK, I, I'm sure it's just the brand is baby Clydesdale. <laughs> right that's true because if it's yeah. vegan it did can't have think, baby horses did you in it. think it actually had baby Clydesdale I thought it? maybe their hooves like stomped on it like the same <laughs> way wine is mashed into grapes I thought and I'm like I, I'll do that I thought like Napa Napa Valley is like the home there of, were like, these like uh high-end horses uh coming in each day they would wipe their hooves off and that's then, what like, I pictured mash down the hey I'm pesto. paying like $11 for this toast so okay. I, I so um the only two flavorings of coffee that they had. Let besides. me guess. Just sugar and then vanilla. You would think. You would think. Nope. Orange organic cardamom <laughs> and lavender. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, any almond, any hazelnut. Nope. Orange cardamom and lavender were my two choices for coffee. So I just had a baby Clydesdale spicy <laughs> vegan pesto tomato egg sandwich with <laughs> coffee with <laughs> orange cardamom and lavender and i'm like i have a headache i feel great i don't know what to <laughs> i just <laughs> so that's where i'm coming from in this episode if i'm extra loopy i mean come on i know it's a little it, it's a little much. my bill was 2250 <laughs> and i'm sitting in my car i'm like i just had toast with coffee <laughs> like wh- how did i just get here okay the uh, second emergency yeah that that, that is not an emergency. even the, yeah the yeah. second emergency is Oh. Okay, brace yourself. <laughs> I'm feeling a little loopy today. Like <laughs> I, I feel like everything you're saying, I'm just laughing uncontrollably. And as I said, brace yourself. I'm looking at you're wearing. You're facing me with <laughs> with a knee brace. So <laughs> Bo is wearing a knee uh, brace. I have to wear a knee brace right now. I have something going on with my knee. I'm falling apart here. Oh my people. god, you guys! Yeah, you, what you need is some cardamom. I need some cardamom <laughs> toast, stomped by baby Clydesdales. <laughs> oh my god, uh, I really am crying. I have a Palomino caramel <laughs> <laughs> empanada. Oh, geez. Okay, so okay, so the the pre emergency emergency right oh, before it, the actual okay. emergency is that this week I maced myself accidentally. No, <laughs> I swear my life. Are you serious? I swear. You maced yourself. Yep. When was this? Um, what was the day? So we all met in L.A. It was a day before L.A. And I was going to like send you the so whole big thing, but yeah, I'm like, no, so I'm going to see him tomorrow. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. You're in L.A. Yep. How did you mace yourself? So I brought. So, OK, so we'll go back a little bit. Uh, Jack. Has, <laughs> when I was three. <laughs> when I was three. So uh, Jack has a segment on his radio station called uh, What You Doing at the Courthouse, where he oh, goes yeah. to like talk to people at the courthouse. Uh, yeah, I uh, ask them questions and then it ends up being like crazy stories about and why people these like people happily say court. like, oh, yeah. I slit my like wife's throat. Like, oh. uh, you know, like, like the stuff that he gets. I'm like, you guys know this is for radio. But uh, so one time a few months ago, a woman said, I'm going into court now. Can you hold my mace for me? And like, you know, wait for me to be back. And Jack's like, oh, OK. And so she just like kind of threw her mace at him, like, uh, you know, the, her canister of mace yeah. and then left. And so like Jack can never find her again. So he comes home with like mace i have a gift for you yeah Yeah. and so it's like this thing of mace and so i have not used it it's been in my car or no no no. it's been in my trunk and um it just has not been there but i have been walking around the streets of la a lot and downtown la is full with like you know 
people. Nice people that yeah, have that, some. That, that you might need mace for. Exactly. They might need mace for. So I decided this past weekend to like dig out my mace again. Okay. And I don't know how to use it. So I was like trying to use it. And like, or, like I don't, I don't know what to do. Basically, so I felt like giving yourself a, a, a refresher course on like, hey, how do, how does this work? Yes. So that when I'm being stalked, exactly. when someone pulls my pigtails <laughs> on the middle of the street, then I know that. <laughs> no, I, can, I like that. No, I, know. I like that. I sprayed my feminine mace at okay. that guy. Okay, oh, so Jesus. I know that's <laughs> very intense. That's so <laughs> like gross. a skunk smell. I know. Imagine the idea of that physically. Like, psst. like yeah. <laughs> oh my god there you go big bye oh all right so you- okay so uh i tested it out and i didn't and so i sprayed it like against a wall like i just went <laughs> to a building inside of a building and i'm like let me just like test it as though the wall is my opponent okay. so i started like talking to the wall i'm like you want to go you want to go and all of a sudden i unhinged the mace canister and pressed down on what i thought was the <laughs> spray but really like the spray was the refill and it sprayed at my face. So like I basically had the spray nozzle like <laughs> like on my face. And I don't know if you guys have ever been sprayed sprayed yourself in the face with mace, but like it burns and it also like makes you choke. Like it my I couldn't breathe. Like it like closes your throat. Seriously? Mm-hmm. I swear. It wasn't a lot. It was it was a, a spritzer. Uh, it was one heavy spritz. So like I pressed it down with my thumb and then I went and then ah, immediately, and like, yeah, knew immediately. That yes. Was and wrong. so it like burned my throat. It burned my eyes. I was like, you can't open your eyes. It basically like shuts it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm standing against the wall in LA, like <laughs> waiting to get robbed. Help, help. So there was a convenience store right by. So I kind of like staggered to there and I told the guy, I showed him and I just said, I maced my face a little bit. <laughs> and he helped, he went to the bathroom with me. He showed me the employee's bathroom and I washed my face out. Oh my God. God. I know. Luckily, I didn't have anything else to do that day, so I could just go home and weep silently into my pillow with Jeez. like my eyeballs burning. Only you. Only you. I know. Okay, so I'm ready <laughs> for the real emergency, yeah. which is Wh- not really an emergency. Wait! You just made this sound like it was an emergency, it, and now you're telling it was, me it's, it's not? An emer- I've, I was bursting to tell you in the podcast, Okay, but it's not. An, I, I have solved the issue. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go into it okay so okay okay so remember i okay my disclaimer before this is if you are if you are the person dating the person i'm talking about i'm talking about an ex-boyfriend and if you are the one that's currently dating the ex-boyfriend yeah first please stop looking at my linkedin profile because i could see that you're looking is that real yeah so at least if you're looking can you recommend me for my skills i'm great (laughs) at communication internet marketing digital advertising um but other than that, there's no need to consistently. I think look. it's funny that people uh, do that. But she's looking at my LinkedIn, and I'm like, I don't know what you're gonna find here, like recommendations. Well, I know on- you're gonna tell us this story, but it's kind of funny because uh, my ex has been watching yes. every story, every story that my current girlfriend uh, posts, and it's gotten to the point where it's like they're not friends on social media. No, so, that so means, you know that that means my ex has to go in to instagram then search for my current girlfriend go into that then watch her story and she's doing every single time every single time and it's and it's kind of like a, a and then, sadist because it's yeah. like what do you want to see Yeah, what do you want to see this is not good for yeah. you and then or a my current girlfriend is like okay i'm just kind of sick of seeing this like this is this went from like like th- let this me is post funny I, yeah, yeah to this like, is funny like she's so obsessed with this to like get all right, off my I, shit i'm like, just kind of like i'm done seeing your name yeah consistently yeah, yeah. Me too. so luckily uh current girlfriend was like 
uh, blocked her and just <sighs> said, and just said, no, we're not doing that anymore. And I was really proud of her. She, we didn't talk about her. And she's just like, hey, just so you know, blocked her because because I think she it's, also could feel there's nothing that she needs to flaunt about your relationship because it's real and good. So yeah, it's like, and, well, and why have the reminder every day? Oh, and then this person exists. It's exactly. Like, it's not healthy. It's, in that I way. agree. But I just think it's crazy. Like, do you think that no one's going to see that right. you, you you obviously, like LinkedIn especially, tells you like, hey, you got five people that looked you up and here they are. And LinkedIn is like the least juicy. Yeah. At least Instagram stories. You can see like what I'm up to every yeah. minute and like yeah. pictures of me macing myself. I'm like, <laughs> honey, you want to see what I'm up to? I'm making myself blind. I, my jean shorts are tight. Oh. Like, I wish you the best life, but go away. So, so ex, ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend checks you out on LinkedIn. Yes. Okay. But what else? Okay. So, uh we have not t- okay and also if you're listening and you know who he is keep it within the podcast family i don't think they listen so just so, don't be a little tattletale and like go tweet this or whatever keep it because bo and i want to be able to share all the juicy details of our lives without everyone tattling so so share the story with everyone but the person exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because we're gonna go be a good friend to us not to them exactly okay okay so i hadn't talked to this boyfriend can so we give him a name so that we can just talk about it mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like you know uh i had billy bear yes. one time yeah okay so we've had let's see we've had billy bear so why don't i call this oh i know because i said that he looked like this uh wheelie the wombat <laughs> <laughs> okay willie the wombat <laughs> which is like i know this way too easily because he really did look like a wombat right. and i don't mean that in a bad way because i think wombats are adorable adorable and I, so in okay. a loving so way willie Willy like wombat here yeah. we go so Willie Wombat and I had uh, a very good like initial spark of a relationship. There was a lot of coincidence coincidences when we first met. Okay. It was like one of those like a lot of the new relationship energy. Sure. There was also a lot of like traveling involved. So everything was heightened basically. Yeah. And yeah. there was a lot of passion at first. Yeah. Then uh, down the road, there was a little bit of disloyalty. and On which side? On his side. So, so he cheated. Uh, yeah, he basically had a friend that like many different, he traveled a lot and there was a lot of like drinking and stuff like that. And I just felt like I could never trust him or the relationship in general. Uh And, uh, he did not do a good job of kind of making me feel secure and and we lived together. And so I felt like it was just too much of a whirlwind whirlwind for my little sensitive heart and everything. And so, um, he like, so he had a friend that he reconnected with in high school, like an, or a, you know, an old high school friend that he reconnected with. And I kind of got that like feeling from the beginning. And right. it turned out like at first it was, oh, this friend is married. I'm friends with her and her husband to like a few months later. It was like, oh, she's going through a tough time. So her and I talk to like now they're separated and oh. I'm flying back east to like spend time with my parents. And I'm also going to see her like I just felt like it was like slipping yeah. out so quickly. Yeah. And, and like now I would just have let it go and be like this situation isn't like good enough for me you know i'm leaving but at the time i kind of was like played a fool a little bit and so um that he's with her now like you know i was right okay yeah so So him and i broke up with you but uh uh, did you have to break up with him um they (laughs) so i like so someone brought it to my attention that he had a secret facebook profile Uh with one friend and it was like just her Uh and uh and like the cover, oh, I think I told you before this, but like the cover of the f- the picture was like two starfish holding hands. And I think I told you, there was a moment where I was like holding the phone at home and I was crying like, are you the starfish? Are you the starfish? <laughs> and then now it's like so funny, but I was like genuinely in tears, like screaming, are you the starfish? And so he was the so starfish. Was, that, that's kind of a layer of like, uh, like 
I guess, deception yeah. for him to go so far to be in a relationship and then have another relationship going on. Yeah. And I would and just say, why are we profile, together? If- and it's like, why are you doing this? If you want to be with that person, exactly. just own up and be an adult and be like, Hey, I don't think this is the thing I want to be in. I'm, I'm being pulled in this other way and I want to go there. Exactly. Which is why like reason number 512 is I love my relationship so much now because, because like, I feel like a couple months in with Jack, I was like, wait, so I could trust you. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have I feel, other. I feel the same way right now. It, I feel the same way where it's like, wow, I don't have to worry about what you're doing. I yeah. just trust you. And you don't hound me at where I am and what I'm doing. Like, this seems really healthy. I don't know if I'm comfortable <laughs> with that. Too. And I'm like, wait, what do I have to do with my time? Like, I have new hobbies. I have yeah. like yeah. starting new businesses. Like, cause yeah. I think the last relationship was spent or the, a relationship was spent so much before or so much uh, investment in like, you know, trying to uncover details and sure, and, just, and that's not healthy. At no, all. not at all. Okay, so, so. okay, so we lived together. It was a really rough breakup on me, probably the most rough because I really thought when we like first lived together that we were really combining lives, and it really felt right. like an end of a, a like this is like you almost start to have visions of like this uh, this is going to be the thing. Yes, I re- like we yeah. were talking about at some point, sure, like engagement and all that kind of stuff, and then we had like combined our AT and T bill and just to kind of further like make it ridiculous when we decided to break up and we had to go to AT&T together to like disband our bill. Uh-huh. The name of our representative, her name was Meryl. <laughs> like spelled Shut me, up. I swear on my life. And so he, so I like was going into AT&T, like spelled my way. I have not met like, I think I met <laughs> one other Meryl in my whole life. And so he was like, see, I told you this is a sign that like we're, <laughs> we're breaking. So I'm like crying in AT&T with our representative Meryl. And like, I swear my life. He wanted to stay with you? No, 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 no. no. It was just, the whole thing was just tough. So, okay, anyway. So we have spoken very, very intermittently since the breakup. Like, I think there was when my... Uh, when our kind of dog died like there was uh this has been years it had been years yeah Yeah. i had seen him once or twice in a very like uh nice setting of just like saying hi and just kind of like saying i hope things are well with you and i kind of always went away with like oh okay the bad feelings have gone away i just have like fondness in my heart right i I don't love you anymore in this way i'm not attracted i don't want to have sex with you i'm not flirtatious with you but like it's good to see you exactly blah, blah, blah. and even though he like kind of like did me wrong i still i don't know i still think of him fondly and i don't and sure i almost like i don't sweat it because i'm happy now i so. do that with some of the people i've dated before too exactly you yeah. just kind of you forget that stuff and you just go hey we're adults we're not going to be together and so there's nothing for me to lose and so there's no reason for me to not just be kind exactly and, happy and i really and think that him and his relationship now are meant to be and i just like yeah. we just got i just got like kind of like ca- caught in the crossfires by the sure, end, you know, sure. like it was like him and I had Innocent a time. Bystander and, in a yeah, exactly. <laughs> Murder victims. <laughs> but so, okay. So, uh, so I hadn't heard from him in a while okay. and then out of nowhere, maybe about two or three weeks ago, I, around like midnight, I got a text. A midnight. Midnight, a midnight text. text. Just saying like, Hey, Hey, my family is in the hospital and just please, I want your prayers. No, uh, no, no, Hey, no. Uh, like, hey, I saw this like recipe for quiche, and I thought of you. Right, no, not right. that either. Nothing just like a that. Simple and you guys aren't on regular talking terms in the sense where it's like, oh, it's Tuesday again. Just thought I'd say hi. No, not at all. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. And, and so out of nowhere, midnight text. A hey, H E Y. Period. Hey. Yep. Hey. Period. This guy. I know. That's come on. He might as well have just written you up. <laughs> yeah know? i know well the thing is too we're not even in the same city i don't know what state he's ever in like right you know so travels a lot yeah hmm, travels. i'm narrowing down who this Willy <laughs> wombat is so uh 
so I think I wrote back like two days later and I just wrote like, hey, nice to so hear So you don't from write you. back at the midnight? No. Oh, I'm, smart girl. I, I'm not of course, up, I'm just I'm, saying smart girl. I Good ain't job. no back girl. Just to let our listeners understand, she didn't just like, boop, write back no. in. She's like, uh, why are you writing me at midnight? Then you waited a whole day, didn't text. Then the next day you said, okay, I'll address I this. I texted, yeah, and I will, like I also like always write back. Like, you know, I want to be sure. polite as well. Of so, course. So I think I texted at like a business hour, like 9.30 or 10 a.m. Yeah. And I just yeah. wrote, hello, like, how are you? You know, the same way I would write just a, an acquaintance or whatever. Right. And so uh, nothing. I think there was like nothing. And then because he's with his girlfriend, probably, probably two days later. Same thing. It was like one in the morning. Hey, period. And that's Again? it. Uh-huh. And I think this one. Wow. I think this one I may have texted you. You, you texted me this thing that said this is. This is an ex-boyfriend writing me. At, and I saw the time and I was like, what? Yeah. That's clearly a, hey, I'm thinking about you. Let's right. have a conversation. Love to see you. Right. Kind of thing. And if I had to guess what was going on, there had been some alcohol. There had been some. Sure. At one in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. This takes a crazy turn. Okay. Really? And I have to, like, I have to out myself for okay. this. Okay. Okay. So uh, then nothing, nothing, nothing. And then... Uh, last night so this is about a week after the whole thing started yeah exactly okay. yep so last night I, I had just forgot about it i thought you know kind of like oh god like go not go away but like, just kind of why are you writing me at midnight if no you want to write me in, in yes. the daytime and be like hey just checking in and seeing how you're doing how's your life hope you're happy blah 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 exactly and like i just felt like the relationship at first was uh, based kind of on like attraction and chemistry and passion and it's not like we didn't really end the relationship being like but we'll be best friends or you know there was not really that mm -hmm. like sentiment of like needing him in my life there are these people that i think when you start a relationship and you you become these this friend with someone and they become yeah. your friend yep. right and then there are those relationships that start completely based on like attraction yep and then you just it's heightened flirtation and yes at the end you go well what do i do now and that was that like, it like was unless you really became close friends through that relationship but a lot of times people don't no, and he was he was older than me, and we didn't really have that much in common. So once kind of our relationship part weared off, there yeah. was, really wasn't that. His values are like really different than mine too, as we can as we'll tell uh, as we'll see. So um, will we see? We will see. So get to it. Okay. So, uh, so I he did it again last night. Okay. And just writes hey. Yeah, hey. And so oh god, okay, I'm gonna did read you, it. Did you keep the text? I sent. I took a screenshot of it because I knew that I would. You would knew you would okay, delete so we could always it on accident. Edit this part out if we need this to. person. Okay. So what does the text say? Literally midnight, twelve a.m. on the dot. Hey there. Period. I woke up. I five fifty one a.m. Me. Hi! Exclamation point. He wrote, "Why are you up so early?" I sorry, I texted so late. I didn't write anything back. He wrote, "You've been the recipient of the late night after or late night." <laughs> Uh, like late night after show, <laughs> had a couple end of tour texts. So, so basically, end of tour. Oh. Yeah, I don't some know. details are being. Yeah, whatever. I don't really care at this point. Uh, he said I was saying hi, and I've been wondering something. Dot dot dot. And I thought it was going to be like, would you mind if I like get married? Like I, I thought he was all this time. I think he, I'm thinking he's probably trying to reach me because I feel like they're probably gonna get married and like not that i would care or that we're even connected in any way anymore yeah. but i'm like what? you just were like why would he get me so you start to create these stories which is what we do exactly you know? because we don't know what's going on exactly so, so will you just read that one more time will, okay. you, will you read that one more time yep you've been the recipient of the late night after show had a couple end of tour texts yeesh 
so I'm the recipient of you that, are the as recipient. though it's like I get a gift or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. uh, like I, he's recognizing the fact that he's written you several times. Yep. It's late in the night. He's been drinking. He's out on the road. Right. Uh, I like saying hi, and I've been wondering something. Dot dot dot. <laughs> so I wrote yes question mark question mark, and then he wrote lol. So I'm like, oh god. And so then, do you still have any of our old? videos what do you mean quote unquote it's like <laughs> sex videos and i wrote i don't to be honest weren't they on your dropbox account <laughs> something with a hundred somewhere in the title of your password haha <laughs> and i said i could barely keep all the files i need on my phone and computer yeah he said well you asked me to delete them and i did a long time ago i was feeling nostalgic and horny no yep to which i wrote back uh Basically, I wrote. Um, oh, he has crossed a huge yep, line. I, yeah, I just said I didn't answer anything for a few hours because I was just like, I, felt, I honestly felt like sick to my stomach. And I, I said, um, I'm very happy to hear from you and I hope you're doing well. But uh, it's probably disrespectful for both of our partners for us to talk about our old videos. His girlfriend's name seems like she loves you inside and out and would probably be bummed that you were texting me. My boyfriend, Jack, is awesome. and I like to keep everything above board with him. Um, it's kind of, you know, playing with fire, blah, blah, blah. And I just said, I wouldn't want to cause anyone stress or insecurity. Wow. And then I just said, take care. And that was it. And, and so he didn't write back. He gave me three thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no, no. He gave me three thumbs up by saying, I don't, and then said, uh, you're absolutely right. I don't want any issues or drama either, but now I'm bringing drama to the podcast. Okay. So number one, <laughs> this isn't an emergency in the way because I know how to, how to handle it. And like I said, if you're this person's person, don't worry about me. Like I'm not, I'm, it will never be like a threat with me because I'm not, right. I'm not the recipient of anything. Right. You know? And so I'm very like steadfast in my own life, but, um, I don't know, Bo. <sighs> Yeah. So number yeah. one is th that's well, that's bad, off, right? First like, off, first off, I mean, let's just let's remove let's just remove you at all from this, okay? And let's just talk about his actions. Okay. It doesn't matter who the girl is. Here's a guy who is dating a girl and for probably has been for years, right? Mm -hmm. He's been dating for over three years. Yep. Okay. Uh, if you're with that person, you know. Why are you asking any ex-girlfriend for the videos? So that that's you made? weird, right, guys? Oh, it's so okay. weird. It's, and that's very it, inappropriate. It, it's not, here's the thing. Here's the reality of it. Is he probably I don't know. I'm gonna say this, but one, he's just has this kink that yeah. he needs to watch his ex-girlfriend who maybe did this right or different or better and he's uh hurting for that like he he misses that part mm -hmm. um and his new girl he's not able to communicate with mm -hmm. or she just isn't that match for him in this way right or he's just a fucking creep and let's own up to the fact that I did take like a video or two with him. It was the beginning. Of, and that's what I mean is sure. I to tell this story in general I needed yeah. to like out myself a little bit but yeah. the situation of it was that when we i was in my early 20s when we first kind sure, of started sure, the sure. relationship and it was like a relationship very based upon physical connection i, at I first. totally and understand that i think that two people uh being intimate and wanting to explore in this way mm -hmm. uh i mean that's really we've talked about it before but like where pictures of yourselves 
naked or some sexy shot or something. I get why people send that, but I also think that there is an, an absolute like dark side to that, which is now that those have been sent, yeah. they are out there. Yes. They exist and they will be there forever. Even if someone says, I deleted them, they're still somewhere. They're somewhere. I know. I've had I've had girls send me photos and it's funny, like I deleted them and then somehow because all of our systems are connected like in the cl- in the cloud oh, i delete yeah. them off it my phone yep. and somehow i'm like searching through photos I'm like where where what I, I thought i deleted those and the, like, you know i don't know i just feel like in my relationship now like everything else kind of has been like of the past has been bleached in my mind and you know yeah, like i don't yeah. know it's kind of well what what like like don't come crazy. back into my world like yeah. i'm like it's just kind of weird well and, him trying to infect your relationship too Exactly. If There's you no were to regard. say, oh, yeah, of course I have still have those videos. Let me send those to you right now. I'll Dropbox them. I'll have my assistant <laughs> send them over. It's like, what? I'll fax it, them to you like clip by clip. He, he unless you guys were in a situation where you're both single and you're chatting and flirting right. again. Just say, hey, did you, you and we're have feeling those videos? N- nostalgic. Like, yeah, but he's super disrespectful. It's super disrespectful. I know. And it confirms my belief that like yeah. when we were dating that I had oh, yeah. a, a little feeling that probably like something like, like I don't even want to know the half of when oh, I yeah. was the person sitting at home, like what was happening. Honestly, I hate to say this, but like once a thing, always a thing. Mm-hmm. It just, you really have to fight to get out of old things. When someone is a cheater and they've been caught cheating. I know. I think they're always on the brink of, of, of kind of falling back into that. You know what I mean? Yep. You really have to fight to not do it. I know. And also like because, you know, you can get away with it if you get away with it. Right. My ex was a rampant, like awful, awful person in that way, you know, and was just scared to be alone. I think some people like uh, like kind of get off on secretive and like I I like kind of like not I mean, I like weird stuff, but I also like deceit is not attractive to me and like hurting people's feelings, whether they like I don't like stuff where people aren't in on what's happening. You know, like I'm into basically anything, but but people like if someone's getting uh, kind of like duped a little bit, that's not yeah. like attractive at all. And I don't know. I just thought it was crazy. And oh, weird. no, that's so awful. And I was going to say, if I'm going to pick a loyalty to anything, it's going to be like telling the story to the podcast. Yeah. And not, you know what I mean? Like, fuck him. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of. Yeah. And also, like, there's no part of me that's happy that that's happening because I don't feel like I need any sort of revenge on this lady because I honestly think they're like cute and nice together. And I think she loves him. So, like, I want them to go off and be happy and be married and let me do my thing. Yeah. So, uh I was just kind of talking, this brings up something and it's just uh, not a specific story, but I was talking about how important desire is. Mm -hmm. Um, Desire is so important, but it can be used so poor, like in in such a bad way. Yeah. And in this case, this guy is desiring you still. Right. Right. Instead of towards his girlfriend i know i was gonna say make a movie with your girlfriend but it's funny don't you think um i think desire so i was i was out i did a gig i think uh yeah okay so i'm out drawing and i sit down um for a corporate event and it's just as it's starting and this very attractive girl came over and was already sitting in my chair when i showed up to set up Mm -hmm. and then i thought she was just working there and then she said oh no i i heard you were here today and I saw you yesterday and I just wanted to get a drawing first. And I was like, wow, okay, well, let me set up. Give me a minute. So I set up and then I started drawing her and there was no one else waiting. So I took a little bit of extra time just drawing because I'm trying my, my client is standing right behind me watching me. So I'm trying to be like, here's my great. Oh, you know, so yeah, I'm yeah. drawing yep. her, you know, in, in, in a cartoon way. But I, I took a little extra time than I normally mm-hmm. would. And I like, 
you know, did a nice background and we had conversation and whatever. And then, uh, at the end, she's like, do you have a business card? I'm like, uh, yeah, here, um, here you go. She's like, yeah, I'd like to keep in touch. Oh. And I was like, uh, see, but good for you because this okay, is how things so here's, happen. So here's the yeah. thing. So here's the thing. And, and then what I recognize is, is two things in this moment. One, well, first off I had to, she, I couldn't say like, no, please don't keep in touch. Right. Right. But I can, what, what can happen is if, if she were to write me and it was any sort of line cross, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't just her. Like, I really loved your artwork and I want to follow your artwork. Right. Or if like, Hey, was, I have this event. Would you want to come? Right. Yeah. There's, 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 ways that, there's to all kinds of like business networking that exactly. start like that. Yes. Those could have just been her words. Yep. But if it crossed a line, I'd have to step in and be like, Hey, actually I have a relationship and I, I'm respectful to that. Uh, but two, is that I felt amazing feeling like that could even be a possibility. Here's this woman who doesn't know. We didn't talk about relationships. We didn't talk about, are you dating anyone? And like she uh, acting this way towards me, I was like, wow, it feels really nice to be desired uh, in any way. Yeah. Yep. And, I, and I, I recognize like that's, there's nothing disrespectful about that. There's nothing like uh, knowing and uh, appreciating something like, uh, like and telling them. Like, wow, you're an amazing person, Meryl. I, I really think you're just so phenomenal. That that's it's a sense of like of desire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And having someone be like when a when a a woman who's in a relationship goes out to a bar with her friends and a guy like wants to talk to her, that's desire. And there is an appealing part of that. Now, as soon as it crosses a line of disrespect, right. it's a problem. Exactly. But desire is not a problem. No, but for this, you to desire things yeah. and and to be desired is a very great feeling. It is. I just don't want, I don't like to be desired on like through manipulation. But like you can have that friends that are female that desire the fact that they, they look at you with that idea of yeah. desire and oh, go, yeah. wow, I wish I had what Meryl had. And, and that, and that's a really attractive a penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like, no, yeah. I think sometimes we get jealous and we're afraid that our partner is desiring something when it's okay to do that in a healthy way. It's and, okay to look right. at a man or a woman and go, they are super attractive. And there's stuff about, I'm not like completely in the dark where there is stuff about my exes and other people's exes right. that you miss. Like, of course we all have right. situations of like, oh, that person had such good, Where you it know. crosses over into that bad realm is like, are you still looking at pictures of you and your ex? Are you still right. looking at, watching video of you having sex? And I definitely like, don't. There no, was that, I would uh, feel so awful if There I was that Black Mirror episode that I think we yeah, talked about. Yeah, replaying the tapes. Yeah, replaying that scrubbing thing and they yes. watch it in their eyes and they're looking at the sex they had when they were you know younger and other that's a sickness and i think it'd be really hard to get over and be healthy if you were constantly revisiting that past right which is the same thing we're talking about with the instagram watching someone's stories it's like how do you grow and move beyond exactly. it if you're constantly being reminded yep. that this is a thing he's stuck in this rut he's clearly not happy in his relationship or he's a you know he's the kind of guy that needs to cheat all the there, time there, to just, feel. I think also like alcohol plays a role in it because sure, I think there's like sure. late night hotels and alcohol and just kind of yeah. like a lot of loneliness. Yeah. And I've gotten doing a lot of trouble with prostitutes that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't really reflect upon anyone's past except ac- like once a year accidentally tagging myself as um, like an old crushes uh, kid getting swimming lessons at yeah. in the Connecticut YMCA. So <laughs> <laughs> it's very harmless. Like I would never reach out to him and be like, Send me videos of your kid swimming. It's just more like I'll tag myself and then <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like admit to it. Okay. So thank you guys wow. for listening. Wow. <laughs> I just felt like I needed to share. 
this with everyone. Yeah. I wonder what, yeah. I wonder. I mean, the I'm person sure asked for no drama and no issues. And so I, I wanted think, to. I think a lot of people probably have a story like this. Either they've been on the giving or receiving end of that kind of thing. But they wouldn't talk about it because they would be afraid that it made them look bad. I know. And this is a PSA. Just like leave your exes alone. Like let everyone. Yeah, kind you, of just you like don't move need to, on. Yeah, move on. And that's. I truly like don't stalk him or any yeah. like because I don't it care. It didn't work out for a reason. Right. Remember right. the reason, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't work out. It wasn't the right time. I've met. I mean, I've dated plenty of very nice people uh, who it just wasn't the right time for us. And, right. and, and and the problem is you think like, oh, but they're so great in so many ways. That's true. But it, it didn't work out. There and need, what, Yeah. You know, I, I, I've said this before, but it's like you go to the <laughs> fridge, there's a gallon of milk, you take it out, you pour a glass, you're so thirsty, you, you take a drink, you're like, oh, it's spoiled. What do you do? You don't put the gallon back in the fridge and go, I'll try it again tomorrow. Right. Maybe it'll be better. Right. It's like the milk is spoiled. Let it go. Buy a new gallon. Right. AKA get in a different relationship and go from there. Mm-hmm. You know, of course there have been relationships. You are in one currently where you guys broke up with communication and you were respectful of each other. Yes. And then a year later you were in a better place and it just worked. But don't, there's so many times that people, it wasn't a good relationship. It ended poorly. Someone cheated on someone, blah, 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 blah. That hurt will not go away. You can't, it's going to be there. Maybe you can work through it sometimes, but I think you'll always distrust that person. Yeah. For me, once something is fractured, it's yeah. just throw away the milk. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Clydesdale milk. This milk is fractured. I feel like this would like this person that I'm speaking of would like be drinking milk, but like ordering weird other chocolate milk on Amazon.com and then like I think I think the loser in all of this is that girlfriend. That other girl. In your story. I know, but I don't it's that want other that. girl because she doesn't realize that the guy that she's spending her life with, that she is looking forward to is probably planning uh, an eternity and they should that and that's like, i don't feel like adversarial towards her at all like i love women and i feel like right, i'm right that i'm like a woman too like i want the i want women to like feel secure and sure, loved and stuff like sure. that so i don't like there's yeah, no part it, of me that's he, like he's really he's got some problems going on in there oh <gasps> the biggest thing of all and what this, there's okay, more there's more this is this was public news so i can speak about this on the podcast is yeah. that uh they his brother went to jail a few years ago because his brother was putting cameras was a landlord and was like putting cameras in in like the bathrooms of his tenant and everything what? like that what and uh the the kind of like umbrella of this all is they come from like a very very highly like strict catholic family of course so of course. i know why, i was just going to say why yep. don't you be more of a stereotype i was just going to say so like uh when i was telling one of my friends about it she was like basically saying you know this comes from like uh, one of like I mean this person at the time that w- if they were like hoping for a parking spot his mom would be like praying to Jesus for like to like <laughs> give them a parking spot I'm like oh, bitch like this is a museum there's gonna be parking we're fine but I like ha- I hate that kind so, of shit where oh, someone's driving on the road and they're like I almost got hit by the car I felt the presence of grandpa in right here. it's like oh, get get out grandpa didn't say hey he's not he didn't die go to heaven then come back down and tap you on the shoulder exactly. like don't get into the left lane it's like give me a break exactly so that's their life now Jesus has blessed her with two sons that have yeah. like no boundary issues and oh no boundaries and yeah, yeah. So oh that's boy. interesting. Praise, blessed be he. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you could use oh. the rosary beads to like get, pull him out of jail. You know what? I feel like um, I really hate that kind of shit. Bug bites. Bug bites. <laughs> Yuck. Bug bites. I have one. 
Yeah. <laughs> what is it, Meryl? People that think they're empaths and they're not. <laughs> Fucking California. Everyone is now, I feel like it's now the craze that everyone is like, Okay, so number one, if you don't, does everyone know what empathic means? Basically, like you feel. You ask the question, like they're going to respond. Yes. Well, uh, if you don't know, empathic is like that you feel, you're an empath. You uh, feel the feelings of others and you can pretty much like sense where others are at and then you take it on yourself. Right, right. Uh, I don't think that's always the best thing because I also think like you take on other people's like energies and traumas. And so I've actually like turned away from honing in my empath skills. Yeah. And I kind of like now I disengage with people if I feel like I don't want to get into their clusterfuck. Yeah. Uh, but especially now that I've been spending time in L.A., I feel like at least two two or three times a week I hear someone saying like, well, I'm an empath. And I'm like, no, uh. you're just like a crazy bitch. But uh, <laughs> I like I just don't I feel like a lot of people. I don't know what a weird thing to think, but you're I, not empathic. I, you're just like on Instagram a lot and just kind of wearing yeah. leggings and stuff like well, that. Yeah. It's not like they don't have spidey sense where they're like, oh, something's coming. Right. And then there is something. And the people that, okay, so the people that think they're the most empathic are the ones that post like weird inspirational memes on Instagram that are yeah. the most broken. So I'm like, yeah. it usually correlates with me of like the more someone says they're empathic, the more they're broken inside. I hate And I can this, feel that because I'm I empathic. hate those people who are like, like depending on crystals to tell them how to live oh, their life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, that is just ridiculous. <laughs> like if, if crystals, like people like, oh, I hold these two crystals in my hand and then I can really feel that whatever. Yeah. Right. I think, did we ever talk about the, the whole bullshit of essential oils? I, I, I might be pissing some people off right now, but I was at this <laughs> event with that company, uh, Do- doTERRA. Tara. See, I actually did we talk like about doTERRA. this? We may have talked about it, but they, I was painting at this event mm-hmm. and they have all these, doTERRA has all these uh, essential oils, like. Uh, I used to spend so much on it. But they have names. It's like dream. Bless. Bliss. Elevation. I used to put elevation on all my pulse points. Yeah. Okay. And so you put these oils on and blah, blah, blah. They're supposed to help help you live your life. But it was so ridiculous because, and here's how I know how. I was painting Mm -hmm. more than five, maybe even closer to 10 people throughout my three days of working this event, painting live came up to me and said, I can tell you put the essential oils in the paint because the vibrations are no, very strong. Nope, nope, nope. And I was like, See, those what? Are what, such- are you, what are you seeing? Because uh, I didn't put the fucking oils in the paint. Right. And so I, I was see, like, oh, you're really? full of shit. And so it's like you listen to these people t- try to convince themselves and their friends and family that these oils somehow change the course of time. And, and it's like. Yeah, these crystals, the oils, the whatever. Maybe there is is something to them, right? Right. Yes. Maybe there you put some of this stuff, this oil on whatever, and or it's like hemp and like yeah, yeah, weed yeah. and things. I'm I not saying that there is no yeah, healing no properties, properties. Right. But when people go so far as to tell you that, like, if I dab a little oil on my wrist, I'll be more creative, right? Or yeah. I'll, I'll have a <laughs> a better chance of becoming successful. It's like. Give me a break. Come on, guys. There's no magic pill that says here it is. I, um, the, one of their most expensive is frankincense. And I feel like I genuinely think it's like $80. And there's another one called Melissa. That is that's, Melissa. Uh, Melissa is like a really highly coveted plant that's good for depression and stuff like that. And I think I did an order, which was about like $160 of these two oils. Yeah. And of course, I like had them in my my bath because I was like, oh, I'll like put them in my bathtub or whatever. 
I knocked them both over and they completely spilled. <laughs> like, so I watched like. Did you immediately become a superstar? <laughs> each, like, each like glug, 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 was like $20, $20, $20. Yeah, they're expensive. They're really expensive. And a lot of it is people who are selling them are selling them to their friends and having these parties. It's like Tupperware or right. Avon or fucking Herbalife, which right. has been shown to be a scam. Uh, and so I just kind of look at it as like, I'm just, it seems like a pyramid scheme type thing. Exactly. Know? And in this day and age, like it's really weird. Like I, the more I kind of get into creativity and my own self, like the less I want to be an empath yeah. because the less I trust where like other people are coming yeah. from. Like, I'm like, I don't want to feel someone's feelings. That's clogged up with like mm. Red Bull. And like, I don't know. I kind of feel that way about tarot card reading about like, a lot where of Where's that stuff. person coming from? Yeah. I just feel like, uh, you know, Essential oils, empaths, uh, tarot card readers, the psychics, the all these things are like in the same group of people who really want to believe. It's like a Ouija board. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, if I'm wrong about this, that's just my feelings. That's my opinion is like, I think it's all bullshit. Right. You know, I think um, to me, I I just would rather have like I'd rather watch a magician, you know. It's kind of trick me. Right. But like in the end, I'm like, oh, like, cool. Like instead of it being like, you're going to meet a tall, oh my gosh, redheaded yeah, woman yeah, named yeah. Jessica sometime in this. Oh, my God. That's weird that you said like, that. Why? Guess who I was just Googling before I came here. Jessica Chastain. Jessica Rabbit. R- why were you Googling Jessica Rabbit? Because you guys, my Halloween costume, I'm going to give you guys breaking news. Please be Roger Rabbit. No, I'm going to be Jessica Rabbi t- <laughs> So <laughs> Cuz I like to Jusica Rabbi t- I kept, so one year I was Punky Juicer cuz I uh, I've gotten a lot of Punky Juicer So ju- you're just going to be a Jewish version, a Jewish rabbi. I like Jessica to bring rabbit. things. I like to bring my hoodieism into things that uh oh, man. already existing. And so no, I know you will never believe this, but I have a, I used to have like a curvy figure. <laughs> <laughs> the curves have filled out, but I used to get like not people will say Jessica Rabbit, but I'm voluptuous and Volump? so lump. Now I'm voluptuous. Volump? I used to be. Vol- I went from volup to volump <laughs> with one swift donut. <laughs> so uh, I want to take Jessica Rabbit, yeah. heighten it. Bring the Hebrew into it. Show some curves. Show some rabbi curls, and then call it a day. Wow! So well, stay tuned for that. Oh, but anyway, that's weird that you should say that because before I came here, I was googling Jessica Rabbit, who was a tall redhead. So we're empathic. I'm gonna meet her. I'm gonna meet her. We're gonna meet her and put like DoTerra oil all over her. Like, <laughs> cartoon. It's a blend of like poppy and opiates. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. Wait, what was what was yours? I I said I don't like like. People who have like crystals and shit. I don't but know. But wait, you have to pick your own. All right, people who don't respect wood. I really hate that. People who don't put a coaster down. I fucking hate oh, people like no. that. Yeah, no, it's true. People who, uh, they're the same people who used to like leave CDs out without the case and shit like that. That shit drives me bonkers. Hashtag respect the wood. That seems respect to be a comment, the or wood. a theme running through this respect episode. Respect the wood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like anything. It's like things come with a sleeve. So you're supposed to put them back on the sleeve. I just think it's important to take care of shit. You're I hate helping people me don't be more mindful. I Virgo out quite a bit. I took a special trip to. Uh, okay, so my girlfriend's 
my girlfriend drives a Prius and she still had the sticker on the window that said like warning, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it had, she had tried to peel it off, but then it was like, couldn't, it didn't work. And so there was just a little flap of a corner of a sticker and I had seen it too many times. And so I went to Walmart and we were in Walmart and I'm like, I need to find a flat razor blade. And she's like, uh, what for? And I'm like, there's a sticker on your window. And then she just like lost it laughing. See, I love that. Lost it. I appreciate that. I was like, I was like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. And so I got the razor blade and I started, I peeled the sticker. Really? <laughs> I need to hire you for like a week oh to just come God. through my whole life and I know flat razor everything. It's going to take more than a week. I feel like there should be an Instagram account called my girlfriend drives a Prius. Oh. And it's just pictures of beautiful People, girls that beautiful think girls? they're empaths. And <laughs> oh my God. Drinking PSLs. Just say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Okay. All right. Bye-bye, you crazy loons. You fucking lunatic. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stack. Hey, campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs>